Hello, everybody. Welcome to the SideQuest Podcast. My name is Luke. I'm BJ. And I'm Matt. <sighs> Hi. How y'all doing? Good. Pretty, Pretty tired, but I think that... I feel well rested. Yeah, I wish, man. I wish I got the kind of sleep you did today. I'm on, I'm on that good type of tired. Been, been I mean, like, my... we work, you know, worked hard, but, you know, I picked Carmen up from the airport uh, one at 1 this morning. I didn't really get to sleep till like two thirty, and then woke up was so tired, like got a monster, which I've been doing more often, which I want to stop because <laughs> I've been able to go through my life without using those. And now that I'm using it, I just I don't want to, you know, go all in. You're getting older now, so you got to have some kind of supplementary. It's true, but it was so funny because we got to the job, and my boss was like, "Hey, I'll be there in like." like 20 minutes uh just like hang tight and once when i get there because we had to unload something and we had to use some like heavy machinery to unload it and he he's the only one that's like certified mm-hmm. i probably could have done it but he, he this job's like big and so everything's like pretty like if you don't have certifications you know they're really yeah, you're gonna get yeah yeah and so uh both kevin and i just fell asleep in the car and jake <laughs> and jake woke us up with like knocking on the window and we were like oh, oh. so pretty tired but i'm i was really really happy there's a couple times during the day where i was like wait today's podcast day today's the boys night so i was really excited that's always something to look forward to. that's one of the best things that's what gets me through mondays i'm like i'm off tomorrow i get to hang Mm -hmm. out with matt and bj just cool and then like i also re-listened to the dune cast which you know just got me in the feels of how fun that was yeah. A lot of firsts in that, just because that's when I was like, yeah, I'm reading Chainsaw Man, guys. Yeah. And look where we are now. There's a couple other stuff that, like, we talked about that I was like, oh, dang. Like, I didn't even realize, like, stuff had come, like, gone full circle. You were talking about Yakuza, and, like, both BJ and I were like, eh, we don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> look how that's changed. Now I'm going to talk about Yakuza. <laughs> yep, exactly. So I just... It's fine. Speaking of that, there's going to be a fun little dichotomy on the podcast now. BJ was going to get to a point that I haven't gotten to in Yakuza. Well, you haven't played I haven't finished six. Oh. There was a point where I got to. finish it in like three days. Yeah. I'm already on like chapter four. Yep. How many (laughs) chapters are there? Uh, Like 17. There's 13. 13? I think it's 13. Yeah. Yeah. It's 13 plus an epilogue. Um, So yeah. I got got to the point with a burning building, which you'll know what I mean when I get there. And something happened to make me stop. I forget what it was, but that's where I got. And that's uh, once I once I do my replay of a five, then I get to six. I doubt I'll catch up because I'm also playing Fire Emblem on the side. But I, are you liking it? I ordered. I, oh yeah, I love the new Fire Emblem. Really yeah. love. It's in terms of gameplay. The story is very okay. much. But w- would you take that or five houses? Who have three houses oh, right. now? So now, now oh, there's five. Oh, it's three houses, three houses, not five. I mean, I I think overall as a complete product, I take three houses. But I think the gameplay of this one is so fucking good. And it's because it's different. Uh, there's enough. Di- I mean, it's the same strategy shit. But the amount of stuff they added, like the what the emblems, which is all the returning characters like Marth, Marth. Celica, Byleth. Isn't Roy? Yep. And is no his and dad's Ma- not. And uh, Marth, Ike, Ike, Marth, Celica, everybody from Smash. Uh, except Robin, we got well. No, Lucina is in there, and I th- and uh, I have the DLC, so I have 
Edelgard, uh, Claude, and Dimitri Edelgard. from, from uh, Three Houses. But uh, the gameplay is sick because the emblems, which are those characters that you attach to other characters, you those add so much shit. Like, I, I got to a point where you get Celica, which I think is in Chapter 4, and she has the warp, like, teleport ability, where you can use it and warp anywhere in the battlefield and then attack wherever you warp at. And I'm like, this is fucking awesome. That's how I beat the last map of... Uh... Uh, three houses in two turns. <laughs> which uh was it? Which route? Golden Deer. Yeah. Okay. Because I had. Because um, to me, that's the true final boss of three houses. Yeah. Is the those of Slytherin the dark shit? I uh I put I had Claude was a wyvern rider. And of then course. I I put uh, Byleth on the thing because I had that skill where you can like double up. <laughs> and then I had Lysithia teleport them past the gate. And there's like 50 gates in this map where you're supposed to go through and find the final key. But I was like, nah, fuck that shit. I got Claude and Byleth. I'll just kill Edelgard this way. I'm going to be honest. My Golden Deer run through Lysithia and and Claude were like top tier. Lysithia is a fucking beast. When I saw the memes before I played my Golden Deer run, I was like, Lysithia versus Death Knight shit. I'm like, oh, whatever. It's it's probably like a one joke. Nothing scares me except that thing. Like, Lysithia Lysithia. is a fucking demon. Mm -hmm. But, um... The story, sadly, is not that good. Like, it's fun, but it's like... It is the most... Look at this fanfiction OC that I created. Uh, Your main character is a divine dragon. The most important character in the story. Everybody loves them. Uh, You are, like... You get all 12 of the emblems. That's your whole goal of the story. So you get to have a pick of any power you want. And you're the chosen one, so it's like this but whole that's, thing. That's every game that but, includes Marth these days, sadly. Um, but like that's the thing is like I going back. This reminds me way too much of Fates, which when you find out the Fates team worked on this one, you understand. Yeah. This game, while game and again, Final Conquest of that little trilogy of Fates games, I think is the best one gameplay wise because of how difficult, challenging, and like rewarding it is. But the story still shit. But this one, the story is like, like it's very tongue in cheek. It knows what it is, um, but it's like, hey, it's still annoying. Where I'm just like, all right, why am I so damn important? Like at least with Byleth in Three Houses, the story relayed like why you're important and like in a really cool way. Um, but like, you were still. I mean, I guess it's to be, it's part of the charm. I guess like the only one that didn't was like at least in Awakening because Robin didn't feel important at first. Yeah. But then they became important later. And I'm like, oh, cool. Krom is the main protagonist of Awakening, and it, it very much shows. You're just the t- tactician who has a role to play. The best thing about this new game is that I know they're going to use this battle system for the genealogy of the Holy War remake. I hope so, because, again, it's one of those, it's one of those situations where things are being worked on at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping genealogy is not anywhere near done at this point, or at least it's a point where they can still make some changes. Because, yeah, this gameplay system is really good. But for the story of Genealogy, I'm very much happy that the Three Houses devs are working on that one. Yeah. Which apparently I didn't realize was also partly Koi Tecmo. I mean, yeah, they, they did the uh, the open segments. They did they did a lot the of Three Houses. Models, I think, they did a lot from Three Houses, apparently. But, yeah. I mean, after they did Warriors, they were like, just c- come on, do, do some more shit. It was cool, though. I really like... Uh, Three Houses is honestly one of my favorite Fire Emblem games. And this one is fun, but it's not up there. I think what about Five Houses? Uh, I don't know, man. I need... I need technically e- are Five Houses. I knew it. I mean, yeah, technically. Well, yeah. It, do you really count the Ashen Wolves as their own house? 
I it's do. just five guys. Four or five, whatever. Hey, when you go to five guys, you feel at home, don't you? Fair enough. Yeah, after they charge me $50 for a burger. Yeah. It's only if you get the fries with it. Which are the best part? Those uh, I'm gonna be honest. The Cajun they're seasoning. They're fine. Yeah, they're, well, they're I get, fine. I get the Cajun seasoning on them, or like the whatever. Dude, today the we went to this hot dog joint called Daddy's Dogs, <clears throat> and it was amazing. They were really, really good. I fucking love a good hot dog, dude. I haven't had like a really good hot dog in a minute. Like the last one I had was like the fucking come to Costco with us. <laughs> yeah, Costco have... trip. That's what I live for now. Is just going to Costco. I'll happily do. If y'all let me know, I'll come with you on a Costco it's trip. Saturday, like afternoon. So Damn it! I know. I work all day. Maybe I'll call out one of these days just for the hot dog. Or we'll like pick you up one and then drive by. I'd appreciate that actually. <laughs> uh, no, time. but the uh... yeah, for Arm's good. I really do like it. I have a lot of fun. It's it has taken me away from Yakuza Four though, because I got I've gotten to the point in Tony Mora's story where I'm like I don't care. Like it, in every in every Yakuza game, there is a point where they go. Hey, uh, go find this random NPC to get information of. We're not going to tell you how to get them, where to get them, or how to get to that point. Just you got to find them. And I'm like, I fuck that. And so that's when I started playing Fire Emblem, like hardcore. And now I'm like, I, I would just go back and forth. But it's like, I'd say like a good 70-30 with 30 being out because of 70 Fire Emblem. But uh, did you guys hear that story about that guy who let his fish play Pokemon and it turned into tax fraud, and then yeah. they just the game crashed, and they they went to the store and just bought so much stuff. <laughs> I love that. That's that to me is the best thing that technology has given us. hundred percent. Making a dude go into debt because he thought, "Oh, my fish could play Pokemon." The fish. Dude, the other like... thing I saw is they announced that Constantine Two is in development. Is that for sure? Yeah. Because I know, um, just I mean, just today, the fact that DC is saying, uh, like they just announced all their shit today, of like the future movies, and Constantine wasn't one of them. No, but the Batman, but Matt Reeves' Batman sequel is. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it works because they they've they've now done two brandings. You have the I mean, DC. It Studios might be like movies. I don't know, like four years out. I mean, the Superman movie is not till twenty twenty five, so. That's only, what, two years? That's two years away, but that's still, like... And then what movies come after that? But, I mean, they can do it. They've they've said the new stuff is going to have two titles. Dude, I'm not, I don't think DCU I'm going to be able to support versus Superman without Henry Cavill. I happily will. Give me Superman. I don't give a fuck who plays him. It depends on who the new guy is for me. Well, I know they're going younger. That's why. I mean, that whole situation was fucked because apparently uh, w, or Warner Bros. knew that... Uh, uh, Gunn was looking for a different Superman, but they went ahead and announced his return anyway. And so when Gunn goes, I'm not. Well, Henry's not my Superman for this. Well, uh, maybe they're just gonna do the new Fifty Two Superman thing. Well, I know they're going for younger, but they're not. They're doing the kind-hearted, hopeful Superman. So it's definitely not New Fifty Two. <laughs> I don't know. New Fifty Two Superman was kind of an ass. They also said the the thing is called this arc is called gods and monsters which makes me think okay they're just gonna do that fucking injustice storyline i don't think they're gonna do injustice i think what they're gonna do with like the gods and monsters part is like set up the dc universe which is like the, the deities movie that came out it was like, not good i didn't watch it because i remember we were kind of like stoked it on was it. not i watched it it was not good because they they set up the whole five-year comic run in one hour 30 minutes 
It started really good. It would have been great as an animated series. Yeah. But what, so why the fuck did they not do it? I just know that they got the same guys who did the Mortal Kombat movies for it. That's all I know. Cause it's the because same art style. I don't know because anim- they know animated series are not going to perform well here in the states. Yeah, they will if you get Batman on them. He's not had a failure of an animated series ever. I Brave and the Bold went yeah, five seasons. I feel seasons. like they still Batman don't pull Ninja. numbers like live action superhero movies. I mean, like, well, yeah, or well, like you... used to. I feel that's. I mean, that's the key is. Uh, well, that's still the feel a lot of like American the big... audiences are fucking brain dead idiots. Well, I mean, like all the bigwigs are, you know, still chasing like Infinity War. Yeah, they're still trying to get the next Iron Man. Well, the thing, the th- I think that's why I'm liking what DC's at least the plan is. Obviously, we don't know how it's going to plan out, but they're like, it's not just movies. They're doing animated series. They're doing video games. They're doing TV shows and movies, and they're all part of the same story. So if, if something doesn't work for a movie, they're not going to shoehorn it. They're just going to be like, hey, this would actually be really good as a video game. Or, hey, fuck it, let's do a comic book about this. You can get a little prequel story leading into a movie or whatever. They're not going to limit themselves to just... Like, MCU is all MCU. Now they have TV shows, but it's like that's their thing. So far, the DC thing seems to be like... It's whatever medium works for the story they want to tell. Yeah. The MCU also retcon shit all the time. Yeah. Yo, BJ, this is super off topic, but you know, did uh, which of the uh, two horns printed? Uh, both of them actually. Okay, cool. Uh, the other one is up there is, somewhere. Is the flat one, the one that we did straight vertically. How did the bottom look? Uh, it looked fine. Okay. Just like I, I saw your Ava that y'all tried to, to do in the fucking bottom. Yeah, it's it, fucked. It, it you can probably fix that by like. Cutting it, maybe? I don't know. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, cut yeah, but it but, but we like just it. have to figure out some settings because it doesn't like doing flat surfaces, mm-hmm. which I guess actually makes sense because it doesn't like doing flat surfaces above the bed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I just have to learn. Like, pretty much, you just have to print everything at an angle. Um, yeah. So, I've been to well, our viewers really are like, what the heck shit. are you talking about? I have gotten heavily into resin 3d printing making keycaps so trying to do a, a an etsy store um and it's actually been going pretty well uh at least in the making of it and it's been a lot of fun even if i don't you know sell a lot you know i've still been having a good time and i know a lot of people that i could just gift keycaps to and they'd be super stoked and you can also be- if it gets bet down to it you can probably set like if you just like i don't like this anymore or whatever you can sell those for decent money even yeah. I, so like, I, mean, I don't think I don't necessarily think it was a bad purchase. Oh yeah, I don't yeah. think it was. I've been wanting a 3D printer for a really long time, um, but the problem with with the other kind, the one I forget what it's called, but like SLA, which just has the 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 wire of of uh, plastic, is you just gotta sand and bondo that like to get any sort of flat surface. Yeah, it's and it's a shitload more work. It and with these resin ones, they just come out like smooth as can be. I don't have to worry about nothing. If we have to sand it all, it's like we have to sand the bottom of the base or something. Yeah. So far, it seems yeah, resin seems to be like really good material. Everything comes out really, really good. The there's the only thing is it's harder to do hollow stuff when like SLA does really good. <laughs> non-hollow stuff uh, because you know you have a liquid and it's printing upside down so the liquid will go to the top yeah. when you technically just want all the weight on the bottom so it's just kind of weird so yeah I've been getting really heavily into that BJ's been helping me out but BJ's been like my salesman I love it yeah I, still- I, uh, I sold a Darth Vader <laughs> bus to my dad and then, then uh, we well we to be like also we dressed it up really nice and it looked incredible yeah we painted it up 
put a matte coat on there put some little uh rubber feet on the base so that it wouldn't slide around that one was really good yeah and then colored like some of the panels uh, i'm definitely keeping the money for the onyx though because i yeah i need it <laughs> but but i'm i'm pretty happy with how i did the eyes on the onyx it actually looks really good yeah yeah it does thank you one of these days, I'll, I'll get I'll get to y'all, and I'll pay for my whatever I fucking want for a statue. I don't know yet. I know the meme was the the Tifa with the splits thing, but I'm like, nah. I need I want something like fucking badass. Like I want a fucking I don't know. Like I was thinking, dude, a, I was thinking a, the other a day, larger like a, scale of that Denji sculpture would it, it is like extremely cool. Or that yeah, power did you, one. Did you guys finish that one? I just have to glue it. Okay, <laughs> it's really. I know I haven't. I've been just so obsessed with making keycaps. I uh yeah one of these days I'll get to you guys and I'll 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 tell you what I want and how big it is and stuff but yeah I'm I think I'm vibing with with uh, a bleach figure I don't know if I'll find one or yeah. that's a possibility but I found some Xenoblade two statues that look really good hell yeah that might be, that may be what I do just like hey, I know it's gonna be a lot of different parts but here's the Ichigo sword <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that's the one thing that's been on my mind like the Monado <laughs> yeah the Monado <laughs> the Monado Rafe, he has a uh, an Ender, th- uh, which is just a normal SLA, and I might be just be like, hey, I'll make you some like dope keycaps if you can print a Monado for us. He'd be, he'd happily if we just paid for materials, which is pretty cheap. I have a model for it. If I could split it, if I could figure out how to do that, I think I could do it. Yeah, let's like yeah, we might just need to take like watch like some virtual classes on some like basic 3d modeling software that's I, love, I love that i get yeah. to be the the background guy for this so that when y'all figure shit out i can then go hey i want this thing oh we know how to do that now and i can just be like sick yeah. i saw this uh this thing on tiktok where it's a conveyor belt 3d printer and it just prints cosplay yeah. weapons in one continuous piece yeah it, it, yeah it prints it it pretty much prints it at like a 45 <laughs> don't mm. don't give um, matt more ideas because he'll be like oh no, I mean, I have thought it would be great you to have an SLA it. printer, and I could just put it under the desk, like in that corner, but I don't think I, I will. I'm pretty happy with resin and the smaller stuff. The bigger stuff just feels like a bigger task to do, um, and it just doesn't look as good, you know? Again, that's a lot of work to sand and bondo paint, sand, bondo paint. Yeah. When I can just get a little, a little brush with acrylic paint and just make it look real nice. So that's what I've been doing this week, essentially. Uh, I've been watching more My Hero, which BJ was very surprised about. Yeah, what, what part are you at now? He, just finished uh, the uh, the USJ arc. USJ arc, which I was so happy to watch with him. That's what I've been waiting for him to see was the Nomu fight. It's a fucking stellar fight. It is, and I love that All Might came came through, and he's still the goat. All Might continues to be the goat. That's like, that's what right, I told yeah. him. He's like I. That's. He was like, like, "Does All Might?" He he literally said, "Does All Might ever stop being the goat?" And I was like, "Honestly, no." And I was like, "Perfect," because like as much as I do like, like you know, it makes for more interesting stories when like the fall of heroes. There's part of like why I like anime, and I'll like choose to watch it over other stuff is because like of consistent, either like joy or like just people being badass, and I love that. And I think that's why you like Shonen more than anything. Because I'm gonna be honest, like that's where that exists. Because no, pa- because I'm well, I'm tired. Because Parasite's of, because, not 
not about badassery. That's like sad. No, because I like. That's why I like One Punch Man. It's not shown. It's not some bratty that, little. That is kid. shonen though. It is. Yeah. It is aggressively shown. It just. But, it just is a satire of it. Okay. Yeah. But that's why. Because I don't like the bratty little like. Like I. I honestly couldn't. Could what, not what, give what, two craps about what you, Deku. What you don't like is the shonen that's, battle anime. That's what it is. Because technically. Well, Kaiju I was saying to BJ, I've been really enjoying the pacing. That was like, that's what's been killer. That's what's been brought me back. Is I feel like, okay, if I'm going to give it 20 minutes of my time, I actually feel like the story progresses. Yeah. And that means a lot to me as a viewer. I'm and very, it's, I'm it's very, a natural progression. I'm very too. interested in how he feels when he gets to fucking four. Oh, that was... Because was the other thing. pacing, I think. During the Dune podcast, you, had just saw, you just saw one of the My Hero movies. Oh, yeah, the third one. That is a great World movie. Hero's Mission. Yeah, it's actually their movies are good. You said it was great. pretty dark. It is. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really dark. Bakugo and Todoroki literally kill people. There's that's a, it, literally the exact words that you said in the other. You're like Bakugo and Todoroki literally kill people. I mean, yeah. they they straight like it's it's not a, like an aggressive like. Well, they could be. It's like no, this person's dead. Todoroki like burns that one guy from the inside out. Bakugo is not holding back at all. <clears throat> that also I mean, it's not that like Avatar, you know, like like Last Airbender physics, where you know he, they literally kill people, but then somehow you know a one ton rocks thrown at somebody, smashed into a wall, does not kill them and smash their brains in. Yeah, I love that you have to now say Avatar, the Last Airbender, because yeah, <laughs> because I you go Avatar, I immediately went blue. I always just say Avatar, the good one. Yeah, fair. <laughs> but uh, another thing that Matt said to me was like. Is there going to be a lot of filler? Because I don't fucking want to deal with all that. I looked up a My Hero Watch Guide, and I was like, no, there's literally three well, I was filler going episodes. To, but then I just I just ended up saying I don't want to waste it because it was on my lunch break, and I never watch. Usually, sometimes I watch Critical Role because I'm always listening mm-hmm. to that. But I thought I don't want to waste my lunchtime looking up something. I'll just put it on, and if it's good, I'll keep watching. If it's not, I'll watch something. I on mean, YouTube. realistically, and I watched three, an episode. It's not that there's filler. Like so some of the filler the, stuff is actually really good. The 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 stuff that I would call filler are just added in to set up the movies and tie them into the main plot. Yeah. But also, what I consider canon. filler is like you know the 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 sword going into the third Hokage for <laughs> yeah. twenty episodes. I'm, there's, there's none of that in my hero. I still I still think season four is the weird one because it starts off really good with overhaul. And then you get the gentleman. How many seri- guy, uh, and seasons like, are there? I, if I didn't like it, but that's me. Overall arc is one of the best ones in my Overhaul opinion. Overhaul is great. The fucking other one in season four is not good. What was the other part? It's the gentleman thief guy and his little. Uh, pink well, hair. you would think that's filler, but if you were oh, no, where, I'm I, it's not where I am in the manga right now, that's integral to the plot. <laughs> God dang it! Yeah. Nothing is filler. Dude, the other thing that happened today, which totally tied into. Uh, me listening to the Zoomcast is we were at um, that daddy's dog place mm-hmm. and they like had this you know when like tables they'll sometimes have like menus or like they'll like advertise items it was kind of just like like it was like their logo and they're like it's very good here and like blah 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 it's very good here and then it said it said uh, Be- better than Dune Frank Herbert's son <laughs> And also me. <laughs> God, I can't. Dude, wait. I I do. After listening to the, I really want you to finish the book so that we can off podcast like yeah. talk about it because I'm very I'm it, very excited. It, for it. it was the best like sci fi fiction 
uh, I've read or like listened to, you know, that like it was really, it's really good. Well, that's the thing. I want to get it on Audible. So I'll do that. I, I still, I still cannot wait for part two because even though we're going to have to drag BJ to that fucking thing. Dave Batista, I read in a, uh, an article, Dave Batista said that it's, it's, it's like it's totally amped up. It's like a lot more action filled, filled, and not as you know art housey and and cinemagraphic. Well, that's so, good. I I'm I'm hyped for it. Also, yeah. me and BJ have come to a conclusion about Dave Batista. We I'm think a- he would be the perfect person to play Taiga Sajima in a Yakuza adaptation. Even though he's not Asian, it works. He looks exactly he like lo- Sajima. It is. It is fucking. They didn't face capture for that. They did. Yeah, every Yakuza character is like main character is face captured from a Japanese person. Oh, okay. So Kiryu is. Fa- I think it's. I think it's his actor, right? All the actors fa- are face captured for them, right? Uh, I, think. I think. I don't know. Because I, I, like I know the three the vo- voice actor is the face capture. I feel like Nagoshi might have done Kiryu's <laughs> face capture, Maybe. and then the guy just does his voice. Well, because I know. I know one of the big po- like Judgment's whole thing was uh, Yagami, the protagonist is a, like this huge Japanese actor and that was why they were like look how big this game is and apparently it did really fucking well in Japan because of it and then the the I mean, three that's the whole thing with Yakuza 0 the three villains yeah the three villains the three captains are are all like huge Japanese actors and they're back yep. I'm hyped dude I can't wait to play that I'm I, that is like on my radar. That Hogwarts Legacy, I'm gonna just fucking lose my my life. I'm, into. I'm definitely going with uh, Gaiden first, not Gaiden, but Ishin first, and then I'll get Hogwarts Legacy a little bit down the line, I think. But I just the the entire idea of it being like the the wizard game that I wanted, and someone it's gonna be like what I'm doing with Fire Emblem. I mean, I, I, I hope that it's it's as it's it's lives up to the hype. Um, I've seen a bunch of shit about people that are like saying there's only like 30 spells, and then uh, Elden Ring has 72. Yeah, yep. And I'm just and like, cool. There's only 30 spells in the fucking Harry Potter universe in general. Like, like people that can't be true. Well, there's the three that kill people, and then three that stun people, and then nothing else. Maybe a teleport spell here and there, but that's about it. There's Akio, which brings it to you. What do you mean? There's she, Hermione fixes Ron's, uh, Harry's glasses. Yeah, there's, there's a Reparo. There's repair spells, teleport spells. Hagrid, kill your ass. Hagrid spells. put a, a piggy, a piggy tail on. That's just transfiguration. That's not a spell. That's just like. But he did cast it. It's one of those weird things where technically transfiguration is not a spell; it's incantations, and there's which also is different. Yeah, that's true. Incantations. Well, I mean, maybe they're wrong about the game. Then, how many incantations are there? Yeah, you know what I mean. Wait, I'm, wait what's the difference? It's one of those things where you like if incantation you, is almost like a curse. I think. Well, no. So the way it works is so a spell is that you have to like like Avada Kedavra. That's the spell. It's like a motion and a and a vocal. Yeah, whereas I think I think like transfer- Remember children, swish and flick the shit out of your <laughs> wands like this. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, it's pretty that like I think like like when you transfigure something you don't go uh like transfigure the thing, you just go do it and it does it. Yeah, without words. Pretty much. Unfortunately, it's, it's not like very like there's not a really good science written into no, no, not at all. It's, but it's also fucking magic. How are you gonna explain? I don't know. That? There's the, the, there's the guy, some... There are some books that have really well thought out magic 
like I, I think the the, the Witcher series and how the signs work, I think, is a good example of that. And like, granted, there's only like six that they have to really worry about. Yeah. So they can easily go. This is how that works. And well, then you also go like Yennefer then, and her shit too. Well, yeah. Like, then you go like, yeah. I actually think the 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 movie the TV show did a really good job of describing like witches and wizards mm. powers and stuff like that. And then you just get to like people with elder blood just can be like. Oh, and just God. make it happen. Yeah, I don't need any of that shit. It's just fucking magic. It, like I, I can, I can just yeah. Like they can wave their wand. I can wave away all plot holes. I'm like yeah, magic shit. I don't care. Yep. I'm hyped for it though. I'm, I'm beyond hype just because there's not a technical like binary morality system to it. Just if you use dark curses, people will react to it. And I think they said the more you use it, it can affect how people react to you. Yep. So. I'm hyped for it. Plus, I get to create my own character. Like, you get to build your own little settlement with pets and farming. Like, there. Oh yeah, in, inside the like the, the rumor like, requirement, like Newt's commanders kind of like it's rumor requirement. Yeah. yeah, dude. Like, it's they're they're get they're. That's t- how you get your mounts. You have to open up your little bag of holding, and they just kind of jump out of it. That's why I'm hyped. They're like picking. They're picking all those little parts of my brain that like Yakuza picks. Like the fucking uh, Ishin having like farming karaoke all these games and then you have a mail delivery service you have all this shit going on and i'm like damn dude like they, they it's the show... small little bits hey, that they are, do. are we gonna watch the D movie together are fuck gonna... no why not i'm not giving them money i i don't even though they finally let up i don't give a fuck i watched the trailer for it and it just looked like generic action movie if i, if I was making a D movie i would make it like a D campaign where there's 30 minutes of arguing about how to open a fucking door. To be fair, I mean, the Legends of Vox Machina is doing it perfectly. No, dude, okay. They are doing really well. There, So there's a book that I got at Barnes & Noble just because I was like, fuck it. Well, because we were cool. talking about, like, like magic systems that either, like, some that are just, like, it's just magic, don't worry about it, then to ones that, like, there's a science to. And, I mean, D&D is, like, the perfect, you know, there's science to every single, like, magic user. You can, you know, if you're a... A sorcerer, you use your books. If you're a druid, you call upon nature. If you're, um, I mean, there's so many different ones that you know you call upon. If you're a cleric, you call upon a deity. Um, if you know, there's other ones that you call upon. You know, demonic power. Like it just, you know, it all makes sense. Some of them you you have to use items, which you know, like all that kind of makes sense. It's pretty well thought out. And then I think D and D movie. That's not, they're not going to do any of that. Yeah, this is going to be the camaraderie about the characters. I think, but no. Speaking of that, because I want to get this point out. There's a book I got called Kings of the Wild, Wild spelled W-Y-L-D, and it's literally, it, it literally feels like a, a D&D group campaign because um, the main characters were a, a mercenary group before the story started, and now it's literally them as old, like, fat, just grizzled characters and they have to go they have to go back on an adventure to save one of the character's daughter and it's literally getting the band together of like all right back to it like you you get to hear and it's like it sounds like red but in a fantasy world it's it's literally like the D group that disbanded and then had to get back together for one last hurrah type beat it's so fun i wish my D group would do that yeah right Ho-ho. No, but like, oh, it's such a, it's so fun just because of how they treat, um, they treat the characters really well and they do a good job of explaining a lot of the older stories and like, hey, remember this thing that happened back then? And they, they explain it in a really cool way. Like they don't necessarily do flashbacks like hardcore, but they, they kind of mention things and they give enough context that you understand. Um, 
I know there's two more books, I think, but I haven't I, I haven't gotten to the second one. The second one deals with the daughter from the first one. But oh dude, it's it was so fun and I'm like reading it going, This is just D and D. Just an old but it's like what happened like sixty years after the big D and D campaign. Yeah. And you get to see like the characters just be like old and like all right, back to the glory days and, and like the way they treat mercenary groups in this world are like rock stars. So it's a mercenary group, then their publicist, the guy going to get their contracts, you have the 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 mercenary boys, which all have you have the sword wielder, the barbarian, all the, the classes, but you have a fucking like band crew with them that like detail everything. They're it all sounds like metalocalypse. Did I, did I say this last week? Um, it's but so good. My, I think kind of what I'd love to be able to start doing a D and D podcast that we can record is like if we got enough. There's like people online that yeah will pay do, for the yeah the yeah DM just, stuff. just just PM, like pay for a whole session. It'd be so good. There was um Matt. I'm gonna bring that book for you as well, just because I think you might get a kick out of it. I, yeah, let me check um, it out. For but sure, it it's so, so good. far your your book recommendations have been you know I, one for one. I will say that as much as much as I like to say, you might like this, you might like this. If I actually bring you something. Typically, that's when I'm like, I think you will actually. Well, I want to read. What did you say? You had kaiju number eight. kaiju number eight. I yeah. have the five volumes. I Although read there's that. there's more on the Shonen Jump app. But uh, have you read? Par- you've watched Parasite, right? The Maxim? Like, like maybe like five or six episodes. They're they're now doing the the hardcover editions of those, which I bought the first one. I'm gonna keep going with those because holy shit. But uh, yeah. Um, there's some good manga out, dude. There's some really good ones. Yeah, we were talking about before the podcast, like us miss mispronouncing stuff is like when i first came on i kept on saying like manga manga yeah. and then I, I was like oh my gosh i can't believe i said manga speaking manga you idiot speaking of manga did you read today's chance man episode no i i woke up took a shit and then you walked in the door hell yeah what time did you come over like four oh cool ish i uh i read it and they did i man I fucking hate to run a two week cycle now with this shit oh, instead of weekly. Well, he, well, yeah, because they the way it works is we finally see Nayuda, the new control devil. Really, and she all she says is thief, and sends a chain into someone's head, and the, it goes to be continued. I'm like, fuck you, fuck, god dang it. And now, but they're also shaping up the the romantic like drama part of the thing because Denji and the girl character, war, the war devil. It will both technically the the girl who she's inhabiting and yeah. the world devil herself are like Asa is like I don't like you, even though she's like. Has she there been any things. sort of like hinting at power? No, not at all. So Denji sad. mentions so her like 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 I think he says like oh you know this person whatever, but that's about it. There's never the power has not shown up. Like and, looking at his vegetables or something. <laughs> well, like I know for. What is it? They, uh... The problem is that power is not going to come back the same way we know her. She's, yeah. Like, yeah. case in point, Nayuda is completely different from Makima. Power, the whatever blood devil comes back. And then, not only that, the blood devil then has to go become a fiend if they want to get into a human body type speed as well. So there's a whole different thing of that where it's not going to be power. It's going to be the blood devil back, just not as power. Which I don't know. Do I want? It still pa- blows want- my mind because you're like, Makima was not a fiend. 
she just was the devil. Mm. And that's just so wild. It's how powerful some of them are. Yeah. That's why that's why I'm hyped because like I want to know more about the war devil. Because like Makimo was just a, a human being thing. The war devil is this weird fucking owl looking creature. And then so far, what's the other one they've shown off? Uh is, is, we got war control. And uh famine? Yeah, famine. Famine showed up. And that was also so far Did just you say you Eternity know, Devil showed up? Well, kinda. Okay. Like there there it was very clear like this could have been the Eternity Devil because we never actually saw the Eternity Devil's outer Quirk, like corpse, we've only saw the innards of like quirk. <laughs> yeah, we've only saw the inner the innards of the attorney devil. So this one got killed really fast. But I don't know, man. I'm hype. Chance Man is continuing to be really good. I've also been uh I've been reading a lot more, like not just uh like manga or whatever, like actual books. Because I bought that book, Kings of the Wilds, and I was like, I kind of want to just like read again. Yeah. And so I went back. That'd be interesting to do, like, maybe, like, once every, like, other month, do, like, a book club. I, I, I'd, I'd be down for that. Yeah. Because I, I went back and I, I read, um, I'm a fast reader, too. Like, I can probably, oh. I can get, like, two books a day if I really feel like it. What? That's Dude, the I'm... end of the chapter? What the fuck? Yeah, right? Right? Yeah, I, Fucking just, I read r- it just now. <laughs> do you see why now we gotta wait two weeks for that shit? God damn it. That yeah. Was, what, that was so fast. If they're, they're what, 15 no, pages? No, I, I get it. Yeah. There's like some Berserk chapters that I'm just like, what the fuck was this? I mean, this? in Berserk, you can go 15 pages of just art and guts grunting. To be fair, I will stare at that art and just be like, damn. I've screenshotted some of it just to be like, I can do something with this. But uh, I, I read, uh, I got through in about a week, I got through the entirety of this series called Michael Vay, which is like an old young adult novel series that like I read way back when I was a kid. Did you guys but, read Lightning Thief? Yeah, Percy Jackson. I, I read lo- the first three when I was I, a kid. I read the first three, and they were actually, to me, I really liked it. Because they were also like, if you have ADHD, that means you're like... A demigod. Yeah, and I was like, I have ADHD. No, it's the same shit for me. I, I kept going with that series, even to now. Uh, the, the series... Aren't they redoing something? Disney Plus is getting That's a series. Right. That's and uh, they're, they've cast the main three, so Grover, Percy, and Annabeth. In the... Uh, in the movies, who was wasn't the Maze Runner kid that no. played Percy? No, it was Logan no, it was Lerman, that kid from Perks fucking, of the Wallflower. Uh, oh, that's right, Percy Wallflower. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say Bullet Train. Yeah, he was in Bullet Train too. <laughs> what was he in? Bullet he was he was the he was, son that uh, they was getting the kidnapped. White Death son. Yeah, with the face tattoos. Really? Remember that scene where like you're a Percy, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. and I was like, oh. Get it? Because he's Percy. Yeah. Yes. And BJ um, was like, I never. I watched this like three times and never once clicked. It didn't click for me until just now. Well, I didn't recognize him at all because he had the beard and the face tattoos and the long hair, and he was doing an accent. Oh yeah, I, I now visualizing. Yeah. Those movies were not good. They weren't. The first one was okay. Didn't, didn't, the sequel who, was ass. Who played the, the daughter movie. of? Uh, was it Zeus's daughter? Thalia. Ta- Talia? Yeah. Well, isn't she played by the person that was in... Uh... Talia was, she... was at the end of the second movie. Of, she was at the end of Sea of Monsters. She, she, but... was, she was the girl in the tree. And but it was the... so bad that they didn't continue. Well, I, I just remember watching that and her fucking pig-ass nose. Just, I was like, that does not look like the Talia I remember. No, but I, I kept going with that series. That series is actually, like... I've talked about this with a, another friend. That, yeah, like, Annabeth... Annabeth Chase is Was Athena. Alexandra... No, so that Annabeth is not Zeus's daughter. That's Athena's daughter. Yes, Athena's daughter. Yeah. yeah. No, but the 
I've I've talked I've talked to friends about like you know cause we, I've talked on multiple occasions I think to BJ and, and maybe even you where I was like yeah the Harry Potter books and like J.K. Rowling's insistence of being like no actually here's what happened Rick Reardon when he wrote he wrote those books like clearly it's like okay this was made in two thousand like three or five you go to the sequel series all right different characters that are a little more diverse one character's gay cool and he keeps going where it's like he's just like it it felt like you know like. You know, like you can tell when a movie's being very corporately woke, where they're trying to like, feel like hit you it, with things like I that. I feel like we live in a time that like anything that's put out in the public is just like it means that it, it's like you can openly criticize it. Where it's like, how about just somebody can just make something and it is what it is. Well, like the, it could be bad or good, but it doesn't have to be like you didn't live up to what like the standards of. Well, that's that's I don't know. that's why I like Reardon's like stuff. Like he did one with Norse mythology called Magnus Chase, which was apparently related. Like, and, but that's why it makes sense. Like if you want to rewrite and add some stuff that's like more inclusive, do that. But just well, that's, that's just what, put it out and don't be like changing or like. Well, that, that's like, why going back. that's why I like his series because yeah. both Magnus Chase and Trials of Apollo have main characters who are bi, and they're like cool. And, but they n- not once in any of the stories that I've read does it become a thing where they go, oh my gosh, did you see what I did? He just goes, ah, just, he likes dudes. That's it. Move on. And they move on. The only time they had a character come out and it be a spectacle was Nico. And because his dad was there and because it was because he was born in the, what is it? The, Sorry, I burped. Wasn't, yeah, it was World War II timeline, right? Nico and his sister. I don't know. I kids. never made it past three. Yeah, that was here. three. Well, well, I, I never made it there. through three. But no, this Nico's the son of Hades, and he was born in in World War II time. But Hades put them into that uh, that casino where time does differently. And so Hotel they, California, pretty much. Uh, but no, I, Re- Reardon I think is the best in terms of it. Nothing in his stories feels very corporate. He's just like, I wanted to write this really cool story about the Norse gods now, so I did. And I'm like, cool, dude. Versus every other author goes, well, actually, um, when I wrote this at the time, I secretly was going, but this character's actually gay. Every or it's th- like, hey, I, I wrote this thing, and then it's getting remade so that it does something like you know, Velma. You know? Velma doesn't count. I, that's not I mean, a but remake. But it's a real thing. That's that, not a remake. They, that's a... But it's still... That's the, a same, self-insert fantasy. Yes, but I, I, I know. Like, I, I know how I feel about it, but the fact that it's under the... It's the IP of Scooby-Doo. No, because they can't use Scooby-Doo. The dog's not in the show. That's the dog is in the show. He's a bisexual black woman food reviewer. Anyways, I'm just super mad about it. Oh no, Velma I, well, sucks. I've been mad at Scooby Doo since they cut Matthew Lillard out. Yeah, I, I've I've refused to watch Scoob to this day. A hundred percent. Oh wait, really? That was the thing. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they, I didn't watch the movie. They anyway. didn't literally didn't even te- like call him and say like, "Hey, um, we're casting this person." Did Scooby-Doo. anybody else get? He like their roles? Until, no, nobody knew until they saw the fucking trailer. Damn. So none of the, none of the none of the actors of the Mystery Gang got. Oh, that's fucking sucks. It's, it's, and Matthew Lillard, since he did the live action movie, has done every Shaggy voice, animated or live action, up until Scoob, and they didn't even fucking. It's bother. fine, and it's fine to pass the the torch, but but willingly do it, not blindside them with it. But then you're also like, I mean, I kind of wish that like they had the same reverence that they do for like voice actors in comic book series like with uh Kevin Conroy. Yes, like with Kevin Conroy. Like they were like he is Batman. Like can't Matthew Lillard just be Scooby Doo? I I, I and, agree. You know, he I gets agree old and he maybe says, I want to move on. I want to do something. I want to pass the torch to this person that I is like an amazing voice actor. Like mm-hmm. there's so many like um examples of, of people doing that. I I think speaking of which the new Scream trailer came out 
this new ghost face is definitely Matthew Lillard. <laughs> really? I, I guarantee it. Because that was the biggest thing about the last one. They were they're trying to tie it back to Scream One so hard in the last one. Yeah, because what is it the the girl from Friends is like all in on these, right? Yeah. And uh they it ended up not being Matthew Lillard in the last one. It was the fucking guy from the boys and he was like a Redditor and it was awful. But this one you is mean like who? Butcher? No. Um was it Homelander? Huey. Oh he, really? Yeah, it's it's really bad. Like the the first little bit of the movie is good until you I, get I to really the didn't reveal. even realize that the actor Huey did well. To be fair, when you're the son of um, who he's what's his he's like the son of that famous action what Jack Dennis, Quaid Dennis Quaid yeah Jack Dennis Quaid but yeah like that was the biggest thank thing. you Kevin. I, I I remember seeing videos of like events with Matthew Lillard and everybody was like, you're going to be the new ghost face, aren't you? And he was like, no, I have no involvement. And everybody was like, he's lying. <laughs> so I think for this one, that definitely has to be it because they, the trailer is all about like, this is a more militant ghost face with more ability than any other ghost face. He has abilities. I mean, well, like, like, physical, like he's physical probably... ability, oh, okay. not like he can teleport through walls and shit. Could you imagine like the ghost face show them and it's still the same thing, but like instead of like he's got the cape on, but then like when the character starts running, the cape falls off. It's all tactical gear. He just starts fucking That's gunning it. That's essentially what it is. There's a part in the trailer where they get into his like apartment and it looks like Bill's bunker in fucking uh, the third episode of Last of Us. And uh, he like goes into a convenience store after these girls and he the guy behind the counter pulls a shotgun on him and he grabs it and he stabs him. Oh yeah. That's, that's from this new one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've seen clips of that. I thought that was from an old one that I hadn't seen. No, that's the one that's about to come out. And, that's uh, the trailer, right? I think mm-hmm. they showed all that. Or at least like, yeah, he like, he like, he shoots and then he like dodges it and he's like, where did he go? And he comes behind and stabs him. It's crazy. Yeah. So I, I mean, people have been clamoring for him to come back since he was in the first one. They never definitively showed his death. So I think it just makes sense. I just sense. I want for Matthew Lillard the kind of like comeback that Keanu Reeves did. Or Frazier. Brendan Frazier's coming back. Oh, I mean stellar. that too. That, Bro, that by too. the way. I want an M rated Scooby Doo comedy in the style of the, well, the live action. So what, 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 that what, what, doesn't include Scrappy, fucking. That was the worst I, part. That, and, but that's it's so. I love the, the the first live action so much that I'm able to forgive it. But Scrappy being the bad guy pissed me off because I anytime but, I'd watch like any Scooby Doo animated and Scrappy was in it, I go next. But episode. that's that's why they did it is for the fans that hated fucking Scrappy because you watch the movie and they do the flashback and they all hate Scrappy. And that it's they true. they did it for the fans, so I, I I appreciate I, I'm, that. I'm glad that they they didn't make him like try to make him like the the character that he was in the animated where it's like yeah he's just a goofy puppy little puppy. Power. Yeah. Hey, yo, hey, they fucking leave him by the side of the road. <laughs> yo, let's just let's just be real though. James Gunn did those movies. He's now back with WB for a bit. I'm just saying we could get the Scooby Doo three Scooby Apocalypse. He's trying to out. He outed. He outed. You know Henry Cavill. You know I don't know man. He's he's a James, he didn't out Henry Cavill. James he, Gunn didn't. No, he didn't. That was all WB. WB. No one. James Gunn never had the intention to rehire. Really? None of it. James. The whole thing was James Gunn was like, I want a younger Superman, and then Black Adam came out, and then WB was like, he's back, and James Gunn was like, I, I mean, I'm not gonna change my plans because y'all fucked up. So he was like, I'm not hiring him. And that was that. He never hired and then decided to fire him. WB was like, he's back, Henry Cavill. Look at our headlines. Give us money. And then James Gunn was like, 
I'm not... Y'all can do that. But he's not in my plan. That's That's been his biggest thing. Was is People thought it was James Gunn fired him. And it's like, no, James Gunn just never hired him. So, that was it. WB decided to drop uh, the ball on that one. But, I'm just saying... I would love to see like a like a twenty like a like a twenty years later where are they now type movie where this mystery gang has to get back together. Isn't that the plot of the first one? Uh, yeah, that's why it'd be funny. It's but the, it's I, the, I think <laughs> it would be even better if they've been the mystery gang that whole time, and they're all just old and like curmudgeonly. Here's like the thing, here's got, the thing because though. they got back together in the second one. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, though. Yeah, that would be. Here's the thing, though. They were just still together. Yeah. And I, I, I know that it would be stupid, but you just you, you one line that says, "Oh, how does Scooby live this long?" Some something happened in an old adventure. He's immortal. That's all. You, that's all you have to say. Well, that's why I, Scooby I just love never dies. Zombie Island, and there's a couple other episodes. Zombie Island is so fucking Dude, okay. good. Well, no. because Zombie Island actually deals. They're like, it's actually supernatural. Like, it's not a guy behind the mask. And I was like, let's go. That's like. That's what I love, like about like you know Lara Croft. It's like you know the video is like actually dealing with like ancient Aztec ancient, ancient evils, ancient powers. I'm all about that. No, I I have said if and you the live if, action did that too, which was Scooby falls in the Lazarus pit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, if you want to do a good like rated R adult oriented Scooby Doo, you just do either Mystery Inc. or like Zombie Island stories, and just have Shaggy say fuck couple, once or twice. There's a couple other. Like Cyber Chase was fun. Cyber Chase was. I grew up on Cyber Chase. Did you ever play the PS One Cyber Chase game? I know because I didn't have a PS One. It was so fucking good. And I, I had I brought one over here for the PS Two that I played all the time called uh, Night of a Thousand Frights or something. Interesting. And it's God, I love Scooby Doo. I feel like you could easily make Scooby Doo work in an in an R rating of just like okay, will you actually well, have a killer? So we're kind of talking about like that would be kind of going into like more horror-y, and we've been talking about. Uh, scream kevin and i watched was it last night kevin that we watched that 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 scary thing yes so uh guillermo del toro did pinocchio no the father the cabinet can I leave to be on my own <laughs> own i love that netflix had two of those one of them was gay the other was creepy i'm excited so, for that pinocchio game yeah oh, life of p dude dude so is it life of it's p? called no. Or lies of P or some shit like that. Yeah, it's called Cabinet of Curiosities, and Kevin was like, "Oh, this is gonna be like, like interesting." And I was like, "No, they're all like horror shorts, and apparently they're really good." And the first one we watched was was really good. Um, like dealt with the like the occult and demonic stuff. And the guy who plays, um, he's the only thing I can think of him off the top of the head is he's one of the the, the convicts in Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Mm-hmm. Um, the kind of one that kind of looks like a rat face guy. Yeah. Um, do not seek the treasure. Um, but he was in it. It was awesome. Then we watched one about these rats and also like, uh, Cthulhu shows up. Uh, it's, but they're really good. So maybe we watch one tonight. The next one though, that in like the series was, it's called the autopsy. And I was like, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, we, I was so sad that Kevin wasn't with us because he never finished it on on when we watched it and he was too freaked out, and you know it just I would be cool I, to rewatch that anytime. It was I mean it definitely was the scariest movie I've ever seen and it was so well done. It wasn't it was, like what made it so good was that like every one of us was on edge, 
Like the tension I kept in that movie on grabbing was so Tyler. so well. I kept on grabbing Tyler and finding he was like, get off of me. It's like, I can't. I'm so scared. I'm so startled. Oh, that was a great, yeah, I love that movie. Yeah. But didn't it, wasn't it like a foreign guy who directed it too? Like that's why it was yeah, so Yeah, but like, there was good. a couple other like big at least the the guy who played the the like the main well, no, uh, like the, the actors yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the the son was the guy from um Into the Wild. Yeah, he was. Which Spe- is a fucking like synapse forming movie for me. Speaking of movies, I watched uh, a movie that I honestly regret watching. Uh Teen Wolf made a movie and it was awful. I'm Not talk- the Michael J. Fox one, right? No, the Michael I'll J. Fox ones are right fun. Now. No, no, a, a continuation of the Michael J. Fox. Well, yeah, a friend of mine directed that movie. Really? Yeah, he um he he used to help me with like acting training and stuff like that for he, your music video. For for a lot of things, he's been in movies. Things. Yeah, you were in that uh that uh Christian movie. About I, I was in a lot of debt. Christian productions. Yeah. And then the um, there was that one about credit card debt that I remember y'all being into. What? Yeah, yeah. I, I played like four fucking roles in that movie. We need, I need to find these they so fit, that they I can. Feel I have like that re- one on DVD. I can re- I can reference it as much as you like to reference. Uh, Nothing is good as freeboarding and Zion. There's actually one better that I'm surprised you haven't thought like is funnier. The lip sync video. No, because I don't want to make fun of that one because I don't want Carmen to get offended because I would be making fun of you and not Carmen, and I don't want her to think I'd be making fun of her. Yeah, and it was you know made from you know high school love, and, and you know that's 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 as innocent as love gets these days. We'd still roast the shit out of you for it. That's okay. But <laughs> no, this movie though is ass. So like, it's trash. Well, the pro- but it's hilarious. The well, not that I'm talking about the Teen Wolf movie. Oh, oh I'm, uh, no, I'm the, not your movie. About no, well, his movie. It's it's one of those things where it's like it's it's that like. Christian movie you watch with your parents that like you find enjoyment out of it, but if you were to, re- you would never recommend it to a friend ever. Yeah. But um, I just remember the end scene where they go time for plastic surgery and have this musical montage where they cut the credit cards and put it in a blender and they go, "Ha ha, we're done." And I'm like, and in my head, I'm like, "Y'all pay that shit off? Like, didn't you not do it that? Fix the debt? Yeah, it doesn't fix anything." Wait, but, so uh, kids racked up some debt or something? No, the family. They were like a super like rich a- family who was all about the material possessions, and then they find <laughs> God, and they're like, "Never mind, we don't need anything." They have to go to a thrift store. Like it was all filmed here in Tennessee. It was all mostly in downtown Franklin yeah. and the areas surrounding it. Uh, the farthest out that we went to shoot was a church in Grassland um, Heights Baptist Church. Yeah. I went. That was my. That's why I know about the movie. I was there. They did. They did because we. They filmed it there. They did a whole premiere in the church where you could go see it. There's actually like a five minute long blooper in the credits at that church where it was like a talent show kind of thing. And me and this other girl went up on stage and we were supposed to tell an awful joke and then no one was supposed to laugh and then we were supposed to just be dead face for a minute and then when they gave us the signal we were supposed to like cry. And then uh, we for, got for the movie or for like real life? in the movie. Oh, okay. And then we get up there and we do the shitty joke and we're standing there like, ah, and then they didn't give us the fucking signal. So we're just standing there like we start pouting and like looking at each other, like shaking our heads and then like looking at our feet and then looking back to see if they give us the signal for five straight minutes. And then they finally are like, oh, and then they hold up the flashlight and then we're like, ah! <laughs> and run off stage. <laughs> The I, other thing I've been doing, I remember I've been seeing that. South Park, lots of it. I noticed. <laughs> it's on your computer. I 
because the episode that I only episode I really watched growing up was because I had you know like the go-to gift for you know like families and friends for birthdays were iTunes gift cards so I would buy and a lot of stuff and finally I was like I have a couple extra bucks I you know my parents won't let me watch South Park it's bad let me buy an episode and so I buy an episode and I told Kevin he's like that is the most ridiculous episode and it's the episode where chef the, the the voice actor for chef they fired him and they like make his character become a pedophile and then chef dies horrifically and it is so outrageous but it was maybe one of the funniest episodes I've seen re-watching or you know watching through now and uh but in it though it's very ridiculous <laughs> That's like most like the the fact that uh Cartman kills a dude's parents, cooks them in, that cooks like them in a chili, ago. yeah, and ma- and makes him eat it, and it's like ha ha, and the the other guy and the fact behind- that Kenny dies in like every episode. But then I got to some point in like season five where like they actually are like canonically like Kenny's dead, man. Yeah, he gets like terminally ill. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't make it. Isn't that isn't, isn't that like the plot of the COVID special? Was that Kenny found the cure for COVID? Yeah, yeah, and then, but then he dies. Before I haven't he even gotten to that. There was an episode I saw, I watched with Kevin. That was when SARS came out, and it was the uh, <laughs> the like all the white people got SARS, but then like the Native Americans who owned the casino like gave them SARS blankets and stuff like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, this the, is ridiculous. The Jonas Brothers episode is probably one of my favorites. And I'll, I, I hope you get to that one soon, because it's like uh, it goes into like all the stuff about why Disney would like promote them, and it's like Mickey Mouse is the villain, and he's like, we need to sell sex to little girls to keep selling these records. <laughs> it's hilarious. I I love how kind of in the in the world of cancel culture that like South Park is just untouched and untouchable yeah. and I love that. Oh, they they get canceled. They just don't give a fuck. I don't I and they don't make enough they... any big stories circulating Twitter and Philip DeFranco's like South Park is well, bad. Well, it's yeah, cuz every DeFranco like thumbnail with him pouting and Eric Cartman <laughs> in the background. Well, it's cuz yeah. every every time anything goes bad on Twitter, n- never once has any South Park person like said anything publicly. They never give it any attention. Well, that's that's another thing too. Trey and Matt are like, uh, just they're funny dudes. They have a dark sense of humor, but overall they're good people, and I think that's very easy to see. Like, it, it's a different situation than it is with fucking Justin Roiland, and uh, apparently he's just been the easiest fucking thing to cut out of those projects because everything that he made is still ongoing. They're just like, no more Royland. They're apparently working on a high on life too, because of how successful the first one is. Rick and Morty's still going I mean, on. Secret ending like, kind yeah, of I mean like yeah. if they can, you know, like well they they are you know, it's obvious that they are, but there's you know, so it's many... like cut them out where you can and then just keep making what we love. Yeah. I mean if if it's you just know, it's a like voice we don't thing. like at this point, you know, a lot of people, you know, before this all came out love Justin Royland. But that's because of the the stuff that the, the he was humor. a part of. Yeah, I think. But if you, but it's not. But we actually really love just what came out. It's I'm, like I'm, I don't really know anything about him. Well, you know, a like lot. I never a lot watched of interviews stuff. or like watched his daily vlogs. You know, even though he did do that. But you know, it's like I didn't. I didn't it wasn't about. That. I wasn't about the person though. Yeah. I was about the content that a, came. A out. lot of the thing is a lot of that content, like Rick and Morty, High on Life, anything from Squanch Games, had his humor. Like it was his stamp. Like he pretty much hired people to help him make shows that were 
his brand of humor. Mm-hmm. I'm very interested to see the next season of Rick and Morty, what Squanch Games does next, to, after, see, if, after to seeing, see if that hits as well. After seeing the recent season of Rick and Morty and seeing how the writing was in that, I have no qualms about how it's going to go. And I mean, there's there's people on TikTok that have gotten famous by doing those voices perfectly. Yeah. So just get a couple of those guys and you're golden. Mm-hmm. I was expecting Luke to say something, but he had a mouthful of chips. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be respectful. I appreciate it. But yeah, I I still need to buy High on Life. I, it's been just, in my Steam wish list forever. I don't know, just play it on the Xbox. That's Game Pass. Too. Yeah, but I can't lay in bed and do that. Uh, You can. There's a computer in there. Oh, well, no, yeah, like I with a Steam Deck. Oh, I mean, you can lay in bed and play it on the TV. I can't lay on my fat little belly and play it. In my little happy little piggy mud puddle. You might be able to, that big uh, cushion that we have, set that up in your room. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the next two minutes to vent about the Teen Wolf movie because I just need to argue. I haven't had anyone to talk to about it. And it's, I, it's I don't bad. know much about anything when it comes to Teen Wolf. There's not much to know except that season three was great. Everything else has been mid. But this, look. Teen Wolf is already one of those mid, you know, drama shows about supernatural creatures, and it's like, whatever. The problem with this movie that I found out, and it's very apparent once you see it, the fucking script was being written as they were filming it. And apparently they didn't have the, the, the full script until two weeks until they were finished. And they filmed for ten weeks. Yikes. And I'm watching this and I'm going, no, yeah, it makes sense, because, like, you can tell which scenes were written before others, and it's like disjointed. It it's two hours and nineteen minutes of it never stops. It never takes time to like explain things. Nothing, and they break their own fucking canon. Plus, Dil- Dylan O'Brien, the Maze Runner boy, he he uh, he he's not in the st- the show, even though he was the best character in that fucking TV show. They were like, nah, he, he's not back in for the movie. And they brought the villain that he helped make really good. Like, the season three villain, which he was, like, majorly a part of. They brought him back as, like, the main villain of, this, of the movie. I'm like, why are you bringing back that but not bringing back the character? Everything was bad. They killed off characters and they didn't need to. They, they, everything. Oh, it's fucking terrible. But yeah, don't watch that. Don't give them your money. But apparently they're writing a new show called Wolfpack, and it's... It's got uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer in it. I'm the alpha. I'm the leader. <laughs> I'm the one you trust. It's got uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar On as one of the characters. So physical. I am a wolf. There are, two wolves. <laughs> there are two wolves inside of you. Both wolves are gay. <laughs> you are gay. Dude, well, the other well, thing I was thinking about... What's that about... Walking Dead clip of... Uh, uh, where he's like... Oh, what, what, what's the, the, the Korean... Uh, Stephen Young. Mm. Where he's like... Uh, he's like, yeah, you may be thinking that, like, you know, holding hands and doing this with a guy is not gay. It is. You're Maybe gay. Maybe you were walking through the parking lot with your bro and your hands accidentally touched. You thought, that was weird, but not gay. You are. <laughs> you are. So good. Bro, the other thing that kind of sparked in me is I want to play Galactic Conquest split screen Battlefront 2 OG. 
again that'd be so much fun that's so fun hell yeah like actually getting a galactic conquest game going is fucking amazing because then there are like points where like one like you'll get like in this one back and forth on one planet you have to play like that map three different times to push them back oh it's so good yep I used to spend so many hours doing that on the fucking PSP version. Dude, the PSP version Battlefronts were, like, really good. Yeah. And the- there's a uh, there's a mod that you can get for the Vita because it's, you know, completely playable on there that adds that dual analog control. It's great. There's a... I was thinking about... Um, I put played a lot of PSP, especially because you know, we talked to, like, how... At like when night would come and I'd be like, oh, okay, mom, I'm going to bed. That's when I would just cover the covers. That's when I would like get in a lot of gaming because I had a PSP and I was stoked about that. But like, there's a lot of stuff. My first all-nighter was doing that on the DS with Kingdom Hearts three five eight over two days. Well, there's also like some stuff that I'm like, where did like my formation of like, like certain things come? Like, like maybe like. You know, for like hip hop, it was like, why, why do I like gravitate to like a lot of the old stuff? Not just because like that's when I was, like, you know, like, kind of that's when form. But the, I was thinking that there was some stuff like, why do I like Kid Cudi so much? And I was like, oh my gosh, it's because Day and night. yes, and it's uh-huh. because because that would be like I'd be repeating that song <laughs> for um, what's the car game? Mid uh, L A. Um, uh, Midnight Club. Midnight Club, yeah. yes. And uh, there's, like, stuff. Or, like, GTA uh, 4. Um, like, all of, like, the radio stations, like, that went on, that came oh, but, on there. But you talk about GTA 5 being better. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go listen I, to last I, I, yeah, I used to do the same thing with Kid Cudi and uh, Lupe Fiasco. Mm-hmm. I would do that a lot with, too. Well, it just, it just kind of was interesting, me thinking about how, like, a lot of my video games not just like stories and games but how like just music and video games like really kind of you know had such a a big impact on me when i you know don't really think about that a lot speaking of music and video games i gotta shout out uh my boy maybe luke's boy too but scott sanders an old friend from gamestop um he auditioned and got into the nashville symphony and uh, he his first concert is going to be the, the video, musical Final the, Fantasy. The video game uh, one that's uh, in the it, Parthenon. It's just the yeah, but it's it's just the Final Fantasy one. When is that? Um, I don't know. I it might have already I, passed because he he posted there's pictures. There's one of him, in the like, Parthenon that is just video game orchestra. Video games live. Yes. Yeah, they they do that one, and then Square Enix does the Final uh, Fantasy one. Final okay. Fantasy, and then they do the Kingdom Hearts live. That'd be too. so fun to go see. Yeah. I, again, we've mentioned this before, but I think JRPG music just hits so fucking different. Because every every time you you play a JRPG or you play a, a game from like Square or uh, Atlas, like the soundtracks go off. Like it it's stellar. Like even the worst games in their franchises can have great soundtracks. Yeah. Like you can. I think Final Fantasy Thirteen is mid, but its soundtrack is killer. Yeah, it's it's like Sonic in that way where it's like you don't know what the game's gonna be, but that soundtrack's well, gonna be fire. Sonic is in like the butt rock kind of fire where it's like I'm gonna this is, this shit is like hype as hell. Whereas like Final Fantasy always has beautiful music and like stellar like production to it, even if the game itself is mid. Like Type Zero's soundtrack's really good, but the game is like kind of not. Yeah, Fifteen soundtrack is god tier. That's because it's Yoko, so she did Kingdom Hearts. I mean as well. that, and then fucking uh, 
Florence of the Machine. Yeah, having the Stand By Me cover, dog. Damn. I love 15. Like, I know it gets a lot of hate, and it, it definitely deserves some of it, but I'm like, I really love that game. I bought the Windows Edition, and Hell I've yeah. never played Episode Arden. So after I finish every Yakuza game and Crisis Core, <laughs> I'll move on to that, maybe. And Live Alive. Yeah. I fuck. And I just bought Fire Emblem and Bayonetta 3. <laughs> You got a lot to get through. Yeah, I just I'd say do do fifteen when you just feel that open world itch. Yeah, I think I'm probably gonna finish Crisis Core, and then I I definitely feel the pull for um, Live Alive. Yeah, Live Alive I think will be better just because you can kind of play them and and you're like just oh I'm doing this chapter now, and then I'm gonna do the the past one, I'm gonna do this future one or whatever. I need to figure out how to scam somebody into getting a U.S. copy. <laughs> Wait, what? My sister bought me a copy on Amazon, but they sent her the fucking Peggy rated edition. Oh, just from to get the UK. Yeah. And Amazon does that all the goddamn time. They'll list a game with the ESRB, like, US picture on it. You're telling me they always send, like, foreign. Yeah. Like, ver- yep. It's always the fucking European one so they can save a buck for some goddamn reason. And it's bullshit. Thankfully, at least they'll play on your system. Yeah, I mean, but thankfully like to, it's not region locked, but for that shelf in there, it doesn't look very good. No, I have a, I have the, all the Xenoblade the fonts games. are different uh, on the good. sides, and there's a and little green. There's this little green like triangle thing on the bottom right corner on the Gay spine. And I hate it, <laughs> bro. It's weird. I, I have. If I could just do a sticker swap, I'm gonna have to boot up the game and see if it says rated by Peggy. Because if it does, then no, I'll have to just get a whole new copy. But I don't think it, I'll just it, do a it does. Well, no, because it it'll. Because it's region locked, so if you buy like a Japanese Couldn't copy you just of buy the game, a, a case. Yeah, no. Well, well, then you don't have the the ERS, I mean, ERSB on the the cartridge either. Oh, you're talking about the cartridge. Yeah, too. I mean, but uh, I can get a reproduction sticker easier than I can. No, the uh, the, the case probably. It's it's different. I was I was listening to a podcast, and one of the guys on like Castle Super Beast was the podcast. By the way, if anyone cares, hey, you're not allowed to listen to any other podcast except for this one. Oops! Arrest <laughs> me, officer. Uh, our pod, my podcast is still number one. Don't worry. We're still number one on my listen list. <laughs> number one on iTunes. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he was saying he was he was taking a trip to Japan, and he bought Fire Emblem Three Houses and put it in his Switch, and the Switch registered as, you're an American Switch, so here's the American version of the game. Okay, that's good. Which well, I was like, whoa. So yeah, you should. it should just be the English version of the game or whatever region you're in. Yeah, I'll... I'll definitely have to just get the sticker, and then I can probably print the cover art. But I'll need like a good glossy printer for if, that. If you if you just find go, like, one, you know, FedEx it, or not FedEx at uh, Kinko's. If yeah. you find that, let me know because I I need, I need to get those for Xenoblade Two and Tornax. <laughs> just because I have the I have the Peggy versions of those because they were cheaper on Amazon. There are Etsy sellers that do just cartridge stickers. Oh, I know. Yeah. I I don't necessarily worry about the cartridge sticker because like I don't necessarily have a problem with that. Mine's just the case on the shelf. Yeah. So. I'll let you know, because, I mean, you can find just JPEGs of the cover art, and then just print it full size and cut it. I I, I think I showed you, I told you, just because I like having even digital games, even if I don't have a disc, I like having those on my shelf, too. I have Yakuza 1 through 6 in physical Xbox cases just for the shelf uh, that I bought from some dude off eBay. I, uh, fuck, what was I about to say? Uh, we were talking about this the other day, but I, I got that Bayonetta 3 Collector's Edition on the way. Uh, GameStop restocked them online, which was a Hell little yeah. shocking to me. They didn't have the Fire Emblem one, but that's fine. I'm fine with not having the Collector's Edition for this one. I've got it for Warriors and Three Houses, and I feel like Three Houses is definitely going to be the more 
expensive one down the line. But um, yeah, I I got that Bayonetta three collector's edition, which comes with steel books for Bayonetta no, one. No, it just, doesn't. It's regular plastic cases. Okay, well either but way, they're 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 special cases, and if you put them on the shelf, they are gonna look off because it's black spines. I like the black spine. Yeah, though. that's why I bought uh, Dark Siders because yeah. I got the misprint edition. And it's no, a black spine. The black spine. It's it, and there's no logos. It's just Bayonetta, Bayonetta two, Bayonetta three, and the three Bayonetta threes is just for the reversible. Yeah. So you, you can have the regular edition if you want, and then the reversible. But either way, I need to get the physical edition of Bayonetta one. I, they, I forgot which they is, did that. It's only like thirty bucks, brand new. Apparently, it's not bad. Yeah. So that's pretty much what you'd pay on the eShop. So I'll get that eventually. They'd put out, and I didn't know this, but they have a collector's edition for Bayonetta one and two. Like a physical one, and I'm like, "Fuck, I want to get that." Japan only. I don't give a fuck. But I'll it, find it. It is a really good collector's edition. I I just want more Switch Steelbooks. The uh, the Fire Emblem uh, Engage Steelbook was good. I have Persona Five and Shin Megami Tensei Five Steelbooks. I just want more Switch Steelbooks, man. Yeah, me too. That's just me mostly being a Steelbook fiend, though. <laughs> I don't care what it is. I'll just be like, "Oh, there's a Steelbook that comes with this. Give me." I care about Switch ones specifically. I, I care when it becomes a problem. Like, that's the only reason I bought Assassin's Creed Valhalla, like, deluxe edition. Because I was like, well, I have the steelbooks for Origins and Odyssey, and I'm going to hate myself if I look on my shelf and Valhalla's in a really shitty plastic case. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I have to now. And I fucking hate myself for it, because Valhalla was not worth $120. Yeah. Granted, I got all the DLC for free, except for Dawn of Ragnarok, which... This is a weird news story. Assassin's Creed is getting nominated for a Grammy for the soundtrack of Dawn of Ragnarok. Featuring songs such as... Yep. And... (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I couldn't tell you a single... Like, honestly, the base game has a better soundtrack than the fucking DLC. I didn't know you could pay the Grammys off like that. Yeah, for real. Although, do you see Ubisoft's, like, recent news shit? No. So, Ubisoft apparently, internally, they're dying. Because they had to cancel, I think it was over, like, 12 projects. Well, I mean, they were look all at, in development. Look at what they fucking put out, dude. It's like, okay, here's Assassin's Creed every year, and then we'll put a 10 person team on Mario plus Rabbids. No, 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 no. There, there, like, there were, there were, like, Tom Clancy games that were, like, just microtransaction city that would, that they canceled. Like, they canceled everything that wasn't Assassin's Creed, and that's pretty much it. They still have some games coming out, and then some fucking mobile games. Well, I hope that their Montreal studio splits off and becomes something of its own, because they make some fucking incredible games. They do. I mean, honestly, any of the Assassin's Creed devs just need to fucking split. Because I like. I don't really care about Assassin's Creed. It could die, and I would be happy. But I mean, I, I want more Rayman Legends. I want more Mario plus Rabbids. Well, Shit that, like Starlink, where they're willing to experiment. Well, that, that's why we don't get those, because they just moved Montreal to Assassin's Creed. They did Odyssey, they did Immortals Phoenix Rising, and they're doing... What was it? The, the fucking Japanese setting one that's going to happen in a couple years? I also think it's pretty hilarious that they were like, we need to make the the like the best Assassin's Creed we've ever made. And they go back to the classic formula for that. Like, wake the fuck up. Hey, who is that, that voice actor from My Hero that I was like, who is that? All Might? All Might being Vegeta. Vegeta but then... But then there's another person that he he voiced that I it was, was uh, somebody from FMA, wasn't it Armstrong? No, no, it wasn't Mustang because that's Travis. I didn't say Mustang. Armstrong, Armstrong, 
fucking idiot. I know, but it, but it wasn't Armstrong. That's what I'm thinking. It was, it, Who it was, was it then? Oh. It was somebody from FMA. Maybe. F- FMA B specifically. You know who Kyle Herbert is? I've heard that name. Was any mob? Or was Mob Psycho? No, it's Dragon Ball, uh, DBZ, and DBZ Super, and My Hero. And that was like, just. Yo, Deku's voice actor is in the new Fire Emblem game, and he is annoying as shit there, too. Although, to be fair, his character and this character's twin sister are, like, obsessed with your character. They're like, oh my gosh. Like, there's literally the... I did the first support system, like, with her. And she goes... She's, like, staring at you as you're training. And she's sitting there going, like, oh my gosh, she's sweating. So, oh my gosh, she's glistening. And your character goes, what are you doing? And she's like, I run the Divine Dragon fan club. And I'm like, oh, great. Apparently, in, apparently in, the, uh, in the Japanese version... Uh, your main character goes, I need a glass of water. And he takes a sip and her exact translation is, God, I wish I was a glass of water right now. And I'm like, Holy fuck. The level of simp is no, insane one, in that it game. It was one piece. He plays, uh, oh, Zoro. Zoro. Yeah. yeah. Sugar tea. Would you like me to piss in it? Dude, it's it, the simping in that game is fucking insane. Although so far, uh, the character Ivy is my favorite. And it's Liddy because she's like the the dummy mommy archetype, mm-hmm. but she's shy. And I'm like, oh, wait, hold on. Nice. So I'm kind of vibing with that shit. That in uh, I think it's is it Mirian? I think of the two supports that I'm dying for the most. Apparently though, this game I didn't know this until uh, I found out like yesterday. This game, unlike Fire, like you know how Three Houses had the thing where it's like, here's here's three gay options, but two of them are the older dudes. And they don't actually marry you at the end. Yeah. This one straight up has like full like so they have platonic s supports, romantic s supports, and then flirty kind of well it could go somewhere s supports. I like that, and uh, I like it too. I just wish they'd let you s support multiple if you're going to give me platonic and romantic. Yeah, because then it's like give me the, the the romantic life partner, but give me that strong well, bond that's, that's with what friendship. I thought, that's what I thought they were going to do when they said that they weren't all going to be romantic. Well, no, you can still only... Because you have to give a ring to your S-support still, but it's called a pact ring, so it's a promise ring. And you either give it to them, and, and the scene is super romantic, and they announce their love, or it's just, hey, like, there's only one where it's like, hey, man, you're really cool. You are, too. Here's this ring. Let's, let's like, be best friends forever. And that's literally the whole support thing. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I wish they let you... Mul- like, I'm hoping in future Fire Emblem games they do this where it's like... You can, can support multiple. Well, like you can lock in, like you lock in your romance, but then you can lock in, like a, maybe call it like a double A support or something, where it's like here's your best friend of the whole fucking group. Like that, I think Persona Four, and I've said this billions of times, but I think that does the S support thing the best because you can have romantic, and then you can get to the end of another like girls like storyline and just say yeah you're a really good friend. I I like that that because yeah like I remember playing Persona Five and I romanced. Uh, the first time I romanced the teacher. But uh, I remember doing that and then still getting rank 10 for On and everybody else and going, cool, you didn't lock me out of this. Thank you. Whereas Fireman will go, no, you can't have that final scene because you romanced a different character. Yeah. I think Three Houses did it pretty well, though, where it's like you had to wait till the end of the game. Yeah, I, I like that one. What about Five Houses? <laughs> it's... it's- Entirely too many houses. Zero out of ten. <laughs> so the fucking we, the fucking Pokemon thing. Too much water. <laughs> I don't, I don't we, like uh, it. Our hundredth episode is coming up. We're on eighty-seven. Well, this will be eighty-eight. I know. We're getting it's there, going, dude. It's get, 
I've been thinking about. Have y'all been telling people like, have you told Joey or told anybody else like, hey, 100 episodes coming up? Do you want to be a part of it? <laughs> we'll have to figure out like the whole Discord sesh. It mm. might have to be like an afterthought. Yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, but if we, if we have to. What? what well, we I was thinking though because like, you know for the hundredth. What? I said we can talk about this off off podcast, but what do we do for the hundredth? You know. Well, you know, we could do a show and tell segment. Yeah, there could be you know just like some PowerPoint best, presentations, some, some, some best bits, or. But I was thinking, you know, like what if we did something crazy? And I was like, no, I don't want to do anything. But in my head, I was like, what if we had, like, some sort of like, bet, like, or game where at the end of it, between me or BJ, one of us had to get a tattoo. Either if I win, BJ had to get a tattoo that's like, I love Dune twenty eight twenty twenty. <laughs> Is the best movie of all time, and if I lose, I'd have to get like I love Hunter Hunter <laughs> winky face. I would rather die. <laughs> <laughs> no, you. No. I also would hate to have a I love Hunter Hunter. Well, no, what's, what's, what's going to have to get a tattoo of Gone spreading his ashes? <laughs> that is so much different than just saying I love the Dune. Movie so you're literally telling you're literally telling this man, hey, this not to un- me. <laughs> No, what well, his? But is I was like, we can't do that. Have you seen that, that tattoo? We can't that do it because I also would no, not be no, willing his, to risk it. His tattoo is going to be Timothy Chalamet's face, and it says "In God We Trust" underneath it. Just some weird, like no, no. It have to be if I get a butthole <laughs> of, of, of of a of a. Have you seen that he lady gets, on Google that uh, she got that sleeve of Kakashi, but he has his massive dick in his hand and it's just coming no, off of her what? arm? No, no I insane. haven't. What the fuck? It's on her bicep. Everyone that she meets must see that. Anyways, but I was like, we can't, we can't be doing that. Maybe, no. maybe we didn't do like a side video of us getting like a a thing, like a tattoo that just says like there's like a you know little like clip art of a fire and this is like there was a fire or something like that no there uh have y'all done the, the something one? that's actually wholesome we could do uh like a wheel of podcast memes and we each have to spin it and get that tattoo i'd be fine with that if they were all like <laughs> stuff that would be like kind of funny or silly like you one, don't hold the mirror up to me you son of a yeah. bitch one, sorry i would love to have sorry that i sorry i burped no one one of us gets the meme from last week's episode they got a tattoo on their body oh my gosh no way that's the black square on that. <laughs> oh no it's, it's, it's really small, but it, it's on there. It's though. still possible. It's still possible. <laughs> it's like no. those uh, things where you have to spin them in the arcade, and there's like a million, and then there's two of those tiny little ones that are like zero on each side. Yeah. No, I I don't know. We'll, we'll think of something. I mean... It, we just got to do a good what are the odds session where we just go, what are the odds you get this tattoo? And just go through it. If, if you get it, you have to. Have you seen that, that TV show where like two friends come on and then they each design like a horrific tattoo? Fucking yes. relationship ruining bullshit. The, that doesn't make any sense. Why? I mean, how much... I've seen either, some. Either I, they're just so stupid, or they're getting paid a lot of money. I saw an episode where a guy used the tattoo that he designed to break up with the girl that got it. Oh... My Again, God! I, yeah. They must get a lot of money. Oh, it's so, got yeah, at least enough money to get a fucking tattoo removed. <laughs> Hopefully, I hear that's like really painful. I mean, yeah, you're fucking getting like burned with actual lasers. They have to burn it off, and then when the dead skin goes away, the tattoos. Well, no. So what they, they yeah, it, right. what it is? It's a laser that's frequent <clears throat> that's at, that that hits like right below the skin that vibrates at a wavelength that breaks up the ink particles because why tattoos work is. The uh, ink goes under the, the skin. Well, the ink is too big for the cell to digest, and so it just stays there. Um, 
But then what it does is it the lasers break up the the ink particles so that's small enough for the skin uh, for the cells to digest. The them noises that those lasers make are really uncomfortable. It's, it's, well, the ones that it goes like clack 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 clack. It sounds like a whip. The I'm sure it feels like a whip. Yeah. I saw I saw one where this girl got a neck tattoo removed, oh. and it was like. You could tell, like the way she tensed and everything. It was like that's the most pain. Yeah, I, I would actually not be too at opposed. The skin after the lasers moved is like terrifying. Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to getting like a like a curse mark from Berserk. Yeah, I, I've been thinking about that one. Definitely want to like get because there's none out there of a keycap with a cool curse mark in it. I've I've it's been so tempted sick. to get the Naruto like nine tail seal legitimately on my stomach just to have. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> No. I've been tempted to get uh, Sasuke's. Uh, <laughs> I want to get my on your side. The and fucking curse shit. <laughs> are there any other like besides like? Are, do you think there's actually like any anime tattoos you'd want to get? Yeah, uh, yeah. I know you said the curse mark, but curse like, mark, um, Mustangs, anything from Full Metal Alchemist. It could be um, an Ouroboros. I want to get, um, or it could be like. I mean, it would be pretty ballsy to do hand tattoo. I want um, the Triforce from Zelda. That's what would be my one hand tattoo. That or the Dishonored, uh, like, But the other mark. one would be, I actually thought it'd be really cool to get um, Cowboy Bebop's uh, the spaceship and then um, see you later, Space Cowboy. That'd be dope. Yeah. I, I, I thought about it just because, uh, and only Joey's going to really understand this one and, and like it. And so is my brother, or my buddy Jonathan. Uh they did a CU Space Cowboy kind of like homage in a death of a character in Borderlands. And uh, it's literally like, I legitimately cried just because, like, this is the one character that I'm like, this guy's pretty cool. And then, like, he died, and they literally did like a CU Space Cowboy for him. And I'm like, I don't know, like, for whatever reason, I, I had a dream where I got a tattoo of the guy with the CU Space Cowboy, like, somewhere on my back. And I'm like, nah. I've, I've thought about it. I really want. I've, I've thought of this idea and I've had it since I was in like since the first time I played Skyrim. But do you know like when you go in like the dwarven like chambers and it's all those gold metal and like machinery, like any of the dwarven ruins, you mean, like the Dwemer, yeah, the Dwemer, like Dwemer, yeah. yeah, and like they have like the gold autom- automatons or whatever yeah, automatons, automatons, yeah. And I've wanted to get on one arm. Have you know like the, you know like the ripped skin tattoos where it's, it reveals something cool underneath? I want gold dwarven automaton like bones that are like actually like from the game of Skyrim and have that be there and have like oil leaking out of the the wound. I don't know why that that like I think that'd be so cool. It's just it would be painful because I'd, I'd have like the black you have to color in with the gold skeleton thing. I don't know. I thought of that once and I was like that'd be fucking fire. There's not too many yeah anime ones that I'd be like. I'd get about. something. I'd get Ichigo's like hollow mask somewhere, but that I'd do the fox devil. That, actually, that actually, that'd be, that'd be kind of fire. Yeah, I saw one of somebody doing. I get powers ass cheeks right on my thigh. Somebody doing the eyes on the finger um, of so the fox do, devil. That's cool. Cone. It's just it's just like three of the eyes of like the eighteen. They're just. Psh. I was like, that's actually pretty sick. I wouldn't be mad like a a getting some stuff on my fingers because finger tattoos aren't as, as bold as just like a... And they fade. And like as a straight top of the top, like uh, the back of your hand tattoo, yeah. like as a Mustangs, uh, you if, know. If I was in a more financially stable situation than working at a restaurant, I would absolutely get a top of the hand tattoo like tomorrow. Really? 
Well, yeah, I, I want tattoos. One of the main reasons I, I don't is one, I job security. I know it's getting less like of a big deal nowadays, but still, there'd be some places that would turn me away immediately for tattoos, especially here in Franklin and stuff. But also, just my parents. Yeah, I know they don't like tattoos. I know they think I'm. I know they they know I'm gonna get one someday. I think they've kind of. But it's still the day I walk home with a tattoo, they're like Luke. I'd be super cool just getting more like Lord of the Rings tattoos. It's it's get they're the, all so clean and like night like. Yeah, get some of the the language like shit on your. The other somewhere. one I thought would be really cool is on each of like right here, on, on like, your titties. On, yeah, on my tits. Getting like either like. Legolas's bow on one side, and then Gimli's axe on the other. And then do Gimli, like, do the trio do, of of their weapons, and I was like, do oh, the man. one ring to rule them all, like on a slight angle, right over one of the nips. Mm-hmm. That's right, or make it look like my, I have a nipple ring of the one. Ring. <laughs> the one ring. <laughs> uh, I I've I've I don't know, like I don't. It's same with BJ getting his nipple rings. I don't know how you could have done that. Like that just feels like the first one is easy. The second one is not easy. Oh. <laughs> so you could do one. I don't oh, know, no, but we'll have to figure out for hundredth episode. I I be I I just want it to be because I think you were saying like that's like the season finale. From that point forward, we start season two of the side quest. Hundred percent. I'm I'm down for that, and I feel like take a break after episode hundred. Like and like I think we need to plan out season two. Like okay, we we got to go harder on social media, TikTok, whatever. Yeah. We got to do whatever. Like cause I I love what we're doing now, but I definitely think if we want this to grow further, we have to like you know put in the work of like editing stuff social media presence we start doing youtube more often and whatever we have to do um i'm hopeful hoping to get my laptop fixed hear me out soon but what i actually think is i like the cat how the casual like how casual podcasts can be and that's why i like throwing in like i'd be fine doing like more rank stuff and other like planned out stuff but I like the the casual. I'd be more interested going harder in like to let's plays and other stuff. Well, like, and that's yeah. what I mean, like, because the, I like I like this casual stuff. Well, I'm, I'm not saying to say the pod. Like, I'm not necessarily talking about the podcast itself has to change. More so, just like the brand. Yeah, the <laughs> brand. The like planning the brand out more because like I like our podcast. I think us being as casual as we are is is good. Yeah. And who knows? And who, maybe if we get more popular and get more people telling us like, hey, love the podcast. But I would you know talk about is, this. Yeah, like, or or even say like, hey, less of this, more of this. Like, getting fan feedback would be great. Um, and then yeah, if we do like let's plays or whatever, I think we could do. I think we'd do really well because I know. Um, granted, they they film every day now, but I know there was a point where the Game Grumps were filming like two days a week, but they would film in long chunks, so they'd have videos ready to go throughout the week. And we could just do it like that. So if we did like our Sonic Adventure playthrough or a Yakuza Dead Souls playthrough. We just straight say like, all right, we're gonna play through like a good, long hour, like hours of content, that then we can break up down into smaller episodes. Yeah, I who knows? I, I feel like I'd I'd be just more orga- organic about it. Yeah, to see where everything takes us and where stuff leads. Yeah. And right now, I'm just I love that it's mostly just sent around our friendship. And I who knows? And who knows like where this goes? Like, there's been you know podcasts that i've seen who've literally like uh you'll probably may have seen their stuff on tiktok but the basement yard podcast where it's like the two new york like dudes arguing about stupid shit yeah um they've been doing they've been doing that podcast or at least the podcast itself has been going on for like five plus years and uh they just because they had a uh 
they switched out one of the hosts for one of the newer guys and that's when it started to take off for them was like after a lot of dedication and using tiktok using everything else to put their brand out there i mean it's true like i remember this guy like on on um on reddit every day he would like almost every day he would do like a, a video but um he he had like over a thousand videos of him just playing through skyrim and just with like zero viewers essentially and then somebody was like hey man this guy's been like does like a video almost every day on skyrim and has like not received any love let's like blow him up and it got like it blew up on uh our gaming and it was so awesome to see like a bunch of people like hey man let's just like appreciate this guy who's just dedicated to the game and not doing it like for views um and i i kind of hope that that comes around for us i hope so too yeah that that also i don't i know this is slightly off topic but that'd be also another fun playthrough is a skyrim playthrough but like i'll sit that out well no no this this would be where the fun part well, comes it's in. like it's the most outrageous build ever well no we do that but like no. self archer <laughs> <laughs> no i we, never touched that stuff i'm never gonna touch that stuff I lied. I lied. I lied. No, I think it'd be fun where it's it either you or me are playing it, but every decision is BJ's. He has to decide what weapon we use, what thing we say, and everything. You're not going to get very far. Yeah. Well, no, I, again, you can get far by being an asshole. Like, there's a lot of things, but, like, everything, I don't know. I'd want to. I mean, I feel like for it to be interesting for BJ, he'd be like, <laughs> kill this person. And we're like, no, we literally. We're in the middle yeah, of a that's quest. That's exactly with what him. I was just thinking. Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Off with his head. <laughs> we literally would, at any time, we'd be like, we have to go into this town to finish a quest. And no. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, we go, and every, all the guards are just like, I'm going to make you kill the guy that you have to turn the quest into. <laughs> no, we, we go to right run, which there's some that it can't be cut. No like, fast travel. Go turn in the quest. No Wait. No kill him. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, all right, let's, uh, okay, we can't fast travel. Let's at least take, like, one of the carts over. And you're like, no, kill the cart, kill the cart guy, kill his horse. No. Well, there there was a plan because me, me and BJ had it before you had joined Don't the podcast. Don't loot him. You are not allowed his gear. <laughs> Wait, you're sitting, there, but but I know he has good. I don't give a fuck. We're in the middle of something, and we touch the beacon. You have to do the whole quest now. <laughs> no. You're like fuck. I mean, I do usually. I just kind of like I want Dawnbreaker. It's a good sword. No, we get it. And he goes, you cannot use Dawnbreaker at all. Dispose of it. <laughs> Throw it away. Off the cliff. Uh, pocket a crab and put it in his pocket. <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be the no, worst. I, I don't know. I feel like that wouldn't have a lot of longevity. We gotta. That'd be like a fun one-off of like BJ's ha- like one video. Yeah. <coughs> no, I. We, we could do that for a bunch of different games. Me, me and a uh, me and BJ had a God, pl- God BJ dictates everything <laughs> we do. Me, me and BJ. One of the Chaos original God ideas BJ. for for let's plays for us was uh, we both like. I had the idea of like oh. Uh, you play Mass Effect, but I'll be the guy in the back who knows what's going on. And then I play the Telltale Batman series where I have to make those decisions on the fly, but he knows like he knows what's going on and like he kind of help or hinder, like it depends, but like that we just go through where one person is knowledgeable of the game, the other was like the newbie who like is like learning it and experiencing it for the first time. So I don't know. We have we have options. So yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see how stuff goes. I do just think that, like, either, like, yeah, like, Sonic Adventure or, like, a Yakuza Zombie or or even, like, other, one, like, smaller stuff. I mean, I bet, like, 
Grounded could be fun to, to stream. Ground, grounded will be fun, especially now that it's like out. We can actually go through the story, do everything we can. I'm, I'm about to be mad pussy though. That the spider shit, nah, not for me. Yeah. Would <laughs> be like, apparently there's water spiders now, and I was like, fuck, I can't escape. <laughs> I was like, wait no. until they put in the sky spiders. Well, I mean, it's also like, I, actually, you know, this, this game takes place in Australia. Some creators that you're like, I don't want to see like a nine part segment of them like playing through all of grounded. Let's just watch them play one time. Mm -hmm. Well, I know there's definitely those things there, but I think you can, especially if it's funny enough, because like part of it well, is sure. It, well, know, it isn't necessarily well, like it isn't necessarily. Guys, welcome to Grounded Part Seven, where we're about to do. It's just like. Well, it's also interesting because I'm also saying that and then realizing that I would watch like Yogscast videos where it was like we're playing Minecraft and it's episode like you know of, like one hundred of them role playing trying to build like a a factory in modded Minecraft so that they can build make one guy's like Jaffa cakes and all they were doing is just making a factory to make cakes but then they replaced the skin uh, with a cook. <laughs> oh, sorry, I sneezed. So, yeah. Oh well. I mean, I think we can have. I think the the the, the cool option would be to dedicate like one series where it's like this is the game we're gonna play through, and then do a lot of one offs of just like, ah, oh, this would be fun. Like we could do Fortnite, be like easy, just like here's a couple Fortnite matches of just riffing and goofing off. Here's. I'm trying to get Kevin to play Fortnite, and I don't think he will. What Sad. the fuck, Kevin? There's three of us and one Kevin. That's true. That is true. Well, we, we have the West. You can plan rest off pod. Let's not bore our yeah, sorry. nine viewers. Sometimes 15. That's right. Sometimes 50. Well, that I think is just because of how I think old people liter are. I think those people literally got baited by the Ken Kaneki could body Ash Ketchum comment. Yeah. That's the only explanation for that. <laughs> they were like, oh, I'm going to. Also, I feel like there's also ad rolls that I don't know about. With well, like with Spotify, yeah, like because I have uh, premium. That I'm like, if I had to listen to like ad rolls, I would be not as interested. In yeah, certain stuff. I mean, I don't know. I've never heard an ad. But I think I you listen episode by episode. I don't binge them. Yeah. So they not. they probably put them in every every couple there. I don't know. I don't know. I'm ready for food. I am Me too. too. I'm so fucking excited for the Asian salad. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, go check us out on the socials, uh, SideQuest underscore podcast on Instagram. Uh, our TikTok link's probably there. I, it's side, side underscore quest underscore maybe podcast. Matt will, uh, maybe one day Matt will fix his computer and start making TikToks. Who knows? We'll get there. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what if season two. If he decides that he wants to stop doing 3D printing, because <laughs> that's my new. We could just make some 3D printing TikToks. <laughs> I'm just saying, we. I, I said we throw a bunch of shit at the wall, see what sticks for TikTok. But yeah, I agree. Thank you, thank you guys for listening. more videos of me sh showering and crying. I guess. Yeah. If that's yeah. what if that's what that means. I love that that one was our most popular. And you're like, I put all this work and effort into these. Also, these it's, it was the first one. And I yeah. felt really good about it. And I was like, this is great. We're gonna pop off. But the the podcast clip ones on there are some of my favorite TikToks ever. I I uh, think I think if we can the get Hunter into Hunter Hunter one. Hunter Hunter one is actually perfect. the one of you punching yourself in the face is. That one has less views than the Hunter Hunter one, and that one is maybe the best one. I I, I really like that one as well. That's why season two of the podcast, y'all gotta you gotta keep right. watch. Tell your, tell your friends, don't tell your family. Yeah, okay. no, mom, moms and dads don't listen to this shit. Yeah, but thank you guys for listening, dude. We're gonna get in trouble. And as always, <laughs> take it sleazy.